0: This episode is brought to you by the Nordstick, the number one way to train your hamstrings anywhere at any time. The number one injury burden in the game of soccer is, you guessed it, hamstring injury. What better way to prevent this than using the Nordstick? From endless Nordic curl variations for your hamstrings, to other lower body exercises, to even upper body and core exercises, you name your goal and the Nordstick can help you get there. Use the link in the description to learn more and get 10% off. Once again, use the link in this episode's description for 10% off. What is up, soccer players? Welcome to another episode of the Soccer Fitness Experience. It's me, your co-host, Andy, with my main man, Sebastian. Sebastian, what's going on, my guy? How are you? What's up, Andy? I've been good, man.
1: MLS is back, so I've been watching a lot of soccer this weekend. It's been a lot of fun.
0: I know you know what game I was at this last weekend. <laughs> yeah, let me tell you something. This this guy Almada, man, he's kind of good. He's, he's kind of good at soccer. MLS,
1: best player in MLS by far. I I cannot. Dude, if he makes it, if he makes it through the summer and stays the whole season, it'll be a miracle because that dude's going to Europe and he's playing like he wants to just leave, which I'm okay with. I'm like, dude, play your best, and then if you got to go, you got to go.
0: He he's kind of a little bit that guy, just just a little bit, like hundred percent. Wow, two goals stoppage time to turn it around. That stadium, it looks crazy.
1: Yes, I, I was there. It was crazy. I yeah?
0: I was I barely remember like the celebrations
1: after it was so hype. I was just yelling. I um I think I like picked up my wife because I was so happy and then <laughs> I put her back down, apparently hit her leg on something. It was just it was chaos. It was chaos, but it was it was a beautiful moment. Um I wouldn't I would love to not have to be stressed at the end of a game and not be losing at the end of a game but man those moments are the ones that you just kind of remember for a lifetime i feel like so i'm happy that that happened
0: I, I i'm starting to see a trend of um some of my friends that i grew up with they 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 grew up kind of anti uh mls you know europe is better da, 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 you know like one of those people and um one of my friends who actually went over he's a chelsea fan which explains a lot um he went over to stanford bridge and and watched a match, and he came back. He was like, man, that atmosphere was kind of dry. I like it better uh, at an MLS game. I'm like, wow, that's, uh, that's interesting. He's like, yeah, I want to go to more MLS games now. I'm like, huh, okay, we, we, we can take care of that. We can make that happen. The atmosphere, man, and that's nothing compared to what y'all got down there. Yeah, man, I agree. I think that
1: there's definitely some stadiums in the MLS that are lacking. I went to a game in Soldier Field last year in Chicago, and that wasn't really – the same especially comparing it to here in atlanta but i think that that's part of like why mls is trying to grow they're trying to really make it a fan experience so even people that aren't like huge soccer fans are just going and enjoying the moment yeah for sure for sure
0: but uh we got a, a interesting episode today um ankle mobility one topic that is that is very frequently discussed you know in, in soccer circles especially as players start to get older um, or they start to pick up injuries as as they grow. Um let's both start off with you know our, our personal experience of have you used ankle mobility kind of growing up? Do you still use it right now? Like what are uh what's your personal experience with it before we get into what it is and why it actually matters?
1: Yeah, so I had the classic story of spraining my ankle like five times in high school, but like just kind of being able to play the next day. And it, as I kind of got a little bit older, it turns out like, I just, just like, wow, my right foot is really stiff in this one motion. Uh, why is that? Came, came back and found out, yeah, it's probably because of all those sprained ankles I had. And I eventually had to go to a podiatrist for something separate. And it turns out I had a whole osteophyte like on the front of my ankle, which was limiting my motion where I pointed my toe up. So, Long story short, it's something that I try to be proactive about now, especially if I know I'm trying to get into running or trying to get into playing a little bit more soccer, just because I don't want that ankle mobility to limit me at all.
0: Mm. What's your story? Mm, honestly, I haven't had many ankle issues. I did have ankle surgery for kind of like this weird case. Um <laughs> but in you know, ankle, issues, but I had surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, (laughs) it is what it is. Okay. All right. You're right. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, so (laughs) um, that's the only time I really had to do legit ankle mobility work is because my ankle was in a cast for about 10, 12 weeks. um, And then I was in a boot after that. And um, honestly, I, I feel like some people are, actually, I know that some people are more mobile than others when it comes to joint mobility and i'm a pretty mobile person um so i haven't had many issues with with ankle mobility other than the fact that i i had to do some work uh after being in the cast but even then it, it came back relatively quickly um i think i've had maybe two ankle sprains my entire life so uh not too bad not too bad for me
1: that's fair i hear you on that good for you i mean Getting that mobility back, as we know, it's like that first thing you got to do after. So um, since you're the one that's had surgery on it, tell tell us a little bit more about what ankle mobility is. What motions do people generally have to work on?
0: Yeah, there, there's a lot of motions um, that happen in the ankle. Um, I think maybe for today and the purposes of at least the first half of this pod, we'll we'll keep it simple and we'll say your ankle goes up, down, left and right. Um, and it also goes in circles both ways. And most people have issues with that up and down motion, specifically bringing your toes up towards you. That's called dorsiflexion. Um, and it's super important, super important in all directions, but uh, mainly because your foot and your ankle is the base of your entire movement. And if that movement is restricted, then other things that are higher up throughout your your lower body chain are going to have to... Uh, pick up for that. So for example, let's say you're trying to do a squat and um, your knees can't go over your toes because your ankle mobility is restricted. Now we're going to have to have some extra motion that's going to have to happen at the knee and at the hip Um, that, you know, may or may not be necessarily a a bad thing, but it is notable in some cases and in other cases it could be harmful. So, yeah, it's super important. And, you know, soccer is a very, you know, ankles are important, man. Like you're running, you're jumping, you're landing, and all of that requires ankle mobility and ankle strength. Yeah, I mean, you're right. Also,
1: I feel personally attacked with your description of squats because I cannot go like knees over my toes at all just because of my right ankle mobility. So I got to do the (laughs) classic like point my toes out or put little like the five-pound weights underneath my heels just so I can Mm. get a little bit more motion so I can go a little bit lower. Mm. Um, but but i think that's also a great example of things that you can do to adapt if that mobility is lacking um and that's some some things that we could always talk about in more detail Um, as far as why does this why does this even matter um i think that in fact i know your ankle mobility matters because you you said it right it's the base of all of our movement it's If as soon as you are, when you're running, the first thing that touches the ground is the foot and ankle. So if you have limited mobility there, you might just have less room for your calf muscles to push through. In which case, if that's not happening, then you might be compensating from the knee, the hip, the the hamstrings, the quads, the adductors. Pretty much any other muscle group is going to have to do more work because of that, making it so that you might be overloading those muscles a little bit more than normal, a little bit more than your body's used to. And then you might get aches or pains elsewhere. Um, it's not a guarantee, but it's just those kinds of things that can happen and we we want to reduce the risk of that. Um, any any other points from your end on why your ankle mobility matters?
0: Yeah, I think it's it's also one of those regions of the body where it's important as you go through life um, like for example, if you have hip issues growing up, yada, yada yada, you grow older 40 50 60. You still have hip issues. It's like, ah, okay. Well, let's replace it, and the replacement normally is is relatively simple. It's it's not a a tough or a, a difficult procedure. I mean, the rehab's hard, but like it's it's very doable. Um, for the knee, it's almost the same thing. Of you know, if you have um, a lot of knee issues growing up, maybe your cartilage degrades a little bit, yada yada yada. Thirty years later, it's like, okay, it's time for replacement. Um, that's also a procedure that's, you know, well taken care of. But for the ankle, it's it's rare t- to see somebody with with a true ankle replacement. And honestly, I, f- I feel like other than a lateral ankle reconstruction and Achilles, all those deep kind of ankle issues, they don't have fantastic surgical outcomes. Um, right. So that's that's why I think it's important to make sure that these issues are are taken care of fully they 're also the same type of injuries that that happen you're like ah it's only a sprain like you know I'll I'll just walk it off I'll take two three days off I'll be back yep yeah
1: uh, you're, you're right about that I've seen one or two people that have had some kind of like replacement or fusion something like that near the ankle and man it, it's tough it's tough to rehab that especially because as we've pointed out now this is the third time like it's the first point of contact with the ground so as, as soon as that area is stiff everything else has to work harder so i'll i'll be working with these people and they're like oh my god my knee hurts my hip hurts so i'm like yeah well your foot's not doing what it what it really needs to anymore so we got to strengthen up those areas so it's a really tough rehab it, again just like the knee and hip it's doable but i i think that it's a little bit tougher cuz it's just less common right now
0: yeah for sure for sure um, let's take a super quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about how we improve ankle mobility, whether or not too much of it is a bad thing and, and a few other things are on my mind. So, uh, don't go anywhere. Vtruve is a reliable, affordable, and easy to use velocity based training system that allows sports medicine staff to monitor and evaluate an athlete's performance in the gym. There are so many scientific papers supporting velocity-based training showing how athletes can get stronger, more powerful, and reduce their injury risk. Most of all, it's one of the best ways to maximize athlete intent during a fitness or rehab session. Check out the link in the description to learn more about Vitruve today. This episode is brought to you by Team Builder. If you're a physical therapist, fitness coach, or personal trainer – you need to know that Team Builder is the number one app for exercise prescription. Whether you're working with a few clients one-on-one as a side hustle, or you're working with hundreds of athletes in an academy setting, there's no better app to prescribe exercises for remote or in-person training than Team Builder. As someone who's used Team Builder for over two years, I can wholeheartedly say it saves me time and helps my clients perform at their best. As a bonus, Team Builder is offering a 12-week soccer strength and conditioning program that comes with your 14-day free trial. This program focuses on increasing strength, power, and speed, all while reducing risk of injury. Head over to TeamBuilder.com and sign up with the code SFE to get started. Okay, we are back on the soccer fitness experience. Uh, now, Sebastian, tell us more about this uh your ankle mobility issue and how you've worked to improve it. And then uh, maybe I can give my thoughts on that as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. So main thing on my end is, as I said, I had a little bit of like a, it's called an osteophyte, which is just a bony body on the front of my ankle. Um, Sometimes that can happen just due to recurring ankle injuries that happen. And then there's just like some inflammation that happens. And after a while, your body kind of gets the the feedback to produce more more bone in the area to protect it. Um that's one way of putting it. And so that's there and it limits my ankle motion when I go to point my toe up, which what we were talking about is called dorsiflexion. And so when I go to point my toe up, there comes to a point where it it's just like it just won't go any further. Like that is it. And for a while I could do that and I would not even feel a stretch in the back of my calf. So usually when we're trying to improve our ankle mobility specifically in that dorsiflexion motion, we, we want to work on stretching the calf muscle both with the knee straight and with the knee bent because we have two main muscles that make up calf muscles and one crosses the knee and one doesn't, so we want to target it both ways. So I would do that, but oftentimes I wouldn't even feel that stretch in the calf muscle because the joint itself was limiting the motion for me. Some people might have that limitation in the muscle, and that's when that stretch will help. But since on my end, it was the joint, we had to do different treatments, which included mobilizing that joint. It was called a posterior talocrural glide. So for that, what we do is usually the PT will kind of have one hand on the leg, one hand right around where the ankle, where the like, leg meets the foot, and they would mobilize that. Um, Don't expect you guys to try this at home. Please don't try this at home. Um, But it's something that that, like uh, if you're working with a physical therapist, they should be able to implement that for you. There's also other ways to set that up with a band at the ankle. Um, We've likely shared or seen videos that include this. And if not, we can in the future. Um, But those are the main things I was doing to improve the mobility and sometimes it feels really, really good. And some days it's just like, yeah, you know, it's not really going to improve much right now, but I, I try to stay consistent with it so that it it doesn't get too, too stiff on me.
0: Mm. And I I like the approach that you took because it really hits on all three portions of how to improve your mobility. Um, Those three components being muscle length, um capsule stiffness as well as anything happening inside of the joint or um even any bony growths as well. Um I, I was working with a player who had a, a very similar case to you, the, the player I was talking about earlier with the, the decreased squat range of motion. And um I, I was really curious. I was like, you know, I, I really want to help you, I want to help you improve. So we, we did a pretty thorough evaluation. And we took it piece by piece using those three pieces right there. So um, first, we put him on the table. We started doing some soft tissue for, for the gastroc and the soleus, the two calf muscles. And um, we, we were able to measure his, his mobility. And PTs. if you're listening, this is definitely a, a good thing to, to try. Um, the Measure app on the iPhone. Um, you can use that as an inclinometer and I frequently use that with, with clients to get a quick measure in terms of what their dorsiflexion range of motion is. Um, so we did some soft tissue, put him down on the ground, checked out the mobility, no change. We're like, okay, soft tissue is not, our is not our answer. Um, before we try the slant board, we're still in the treatment room. Let's try some joint mobility, you know, so we're doing the glides that you were talking about. Um, both Taylor Clural and Sub Taylor working everything and put him back on the ground, and there was no change. And I'm like, huh, that's odd because that normally, we normally get a few degrees out of that, if anything. Yeah, for real. And there was, there was nothing. I'm like, huh, okay. So let's go in the gym. We'll try some stretching, knee bent, knee straight on the slant board, like you mentioned. And uh, I think we got like six, seven degrees. And he's like, Oh, that's it. I'm like, yo, that's massive. We'll take that. We'll take, (laughs) we'll take six, seven degrees. (laughs) Like my guy, you're at like 15 right now. We will take six, seven easy. And, um, after going through all that, I was like, okay, well, here's where we are. We have our potential solutions here. We obviously found a stretch for us that works. Um, It made a positive change, but it didn't make a huge change. You're definitely still away from the, uh, what we would call a normal ankle range of motion. And at that point, he was like, oh, I actually remember I went to a doctor about this um, about a year ago. I was like, oh, really? Like, what did they say? Um, He was like, yeah, he told me I have some extra bone growth in the front of my ankle. And I'm like, ah, so (laughs) we have... (laughs) But that's honestly, I I think, a pretty good case of, you know, we went through all three, like we mentioned. We went through the muscle. We found that soft tissue didn't work, but stretching did. Uh, We went to the capsule. We found that it didn't work. And then we went to the bone and we're like, oh, we have a bony overgrowth. Uh, We have like some sort of anterior ankle impingement. Um, And I told him like, listen, and he's like, what are we going to do about this? I'm like, well, honestly, like, we're kind of just going to leave it as is, you know, you're playing well, it's not really impacting you on the field. It's really only in the gym. Um, and we found some solutions today that can help you. Um, so that's what I think players should focus on is if you feel like you have limited mobility, what is your solution? Cause there's a lot of solutions out there, um, but which one is for you? Um, so I, I think that's the key to figuring out how to improve it and really only do that one thing. Right. So my ankle guy from before, I, I'm not going to spend time with him doing joint, joint mobs because they're not going to help. Like we've figured that out. Um, so we spend our time on the things that do.
1: Yeah, I agree with that completely. Right. You're you when you go to assess it and you see what works, you got to kind of throw the kitchen sink and see like what what is going to work and what's going to stick. And once you find that one thing, you just got to go with it. There's no point in doing the things that you already noticed aren't really going to help. Um, so I totally agree with that. Do you think there's a point at which you could be doing too much mobility work?
0: Hmm. 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 I would say that if you are hyper mobile, there's really no point to doing more. Um, and I would say that if it's not an issue for it, then I wouldn't say it's a. a productive use of your time which is likely limited to be going through ankle mobility um yeah yeah Yeah.
1: i I think i agree with that if there's like if you have a direction that's limited for sure work on it but if you already have more like just the amount of motion required if not more then don't bother because then you're kind of promoting having too much mobility which we don't necessarily want either Um, I and then I think the other thing, as you mentioned, it comes down to time constraints. So I have I have a goalie I work with. He he does like a full 30 minute like mobility thing before training a whole 30 minute mobility cycle after training. And I've talked to him about it. I'm like, you don't need to do. Thirty minutes before and after. You don't need <laughs> an hour of mobility work every single day. Uh, so yeah. I'm, I've I've kind of made it clear. I was like, if if you have time and you like it, and it's not impacting like your ability to like go on the field and train, and it's not making you late, or and like you know if, if you are cool with it, by all means do it. But like at, as soon as this starts getting in the way of you showing up to training on time, or of you getting onto the field with all the rest of the team, then we're going to have to cut it down. Um, but if it fits in your schedule, by all means. And if you don't have too too much mobility just do it honestly it's totally fine
0: yeah yeah and i think that's the case for for a lot of things of if you need it then do it if you like it then do it if you have time as long as it doesn't distract from the things that you need um but yeah i I feel like ankle mobility it's it's it really is important it really is important especially if you have a history of, of sprains because that could potentially limit your mobility in the future. So, um, if that's you and it's, unfortunately, it's, it's almost like a, a repeating cycle of, you don't have enough mobility. So you get a sprain and then now your sprain makes your mobility worse. And the cycle kind of goes on. Um, but you know, it's about learning what's in your locus of control and figuring out your solution and then hopefully fixing it.
1: I agree. Not really much for to add on that. That was, that was very well stated
0: um yeah i guess that is an end for today's episode um of course guys make sure you give us a a five-star review if you can on both itunes and spotify um and yeah be sure to share this with a friend share this with a friend who uh i've noticed that ankle mobility people they they chat about their ankles a lot you know so you definitely have that teammate or two that needs to listen to this episode so please try and share this with them if you can All right. We'll see you all next week. Peace.